Should you be having kids in today's world? Would you have kids in today's world? Also, a drug to treat diabetics can help you lose weight. Would you take it? And happiness, the new trigger. All of this today on the show, right about now. Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. Should you be having kids in today's world? Is this a world you really want to bring children in, in if you are of varying age? If you were, if you're older now, uh, and if you, you know, were thinking back, you know, would you still have children? Is this the world that, that you want them, is the future world, the world you want them to inherit? You know, we're going to talk about that post-haste. We also got some other great topics. Uh, but I, that conversation really came from a conversation with my friend Tyler Bannister yesterday about him and his girlfriend, have they had the kid talk yet? And they are up in the air about, you know, whether they want to bring a kid into this world. And I'm going to tell you what I told him, and it may surprise you. But that being said, I also had that conversation with my friend Brandon, who just got off the phone with me, and I am so wired up about the conversation with him, I really have to share that, which was, he was saying to me, you know, I have to go to work and hear these right wing, you know, MAGA this and, you know, and I said, no, you don't. And in fact, it got me dizzy. I think I got my blood pressure up. And because what I meant and what I told him was we can are continually being subjected to bad behavior because we continually accept bad behavior. Because, I don't know, the left or the woke or the compassionate or the empathetic, I don't know, we can never in, in history, throughout the history of humankind, the educated, the artistic, they're always persecuted. Why? Because they can't be evil. And what I mean by being evil is they cannot stop these people in their tracks. They're not me. And you're like, you're not evil, Carell. No, but I will stop you in your tracks if what you're saying is ridiculous and stupid. I'll just stop. I'll say, you know what? What you're saying is wrong. You're an idiot. So please just stop. You know, we are so afraid to tell these people that they are mentally subpar, that they are uneducated cult members, that they don't get a place at the table until they go deprogram and get some education. We are so afraid to, quote, disenfranchise people that we are enfranchising the people that will destroy us because they are. The destruction of our country is well underway. And I don't mean to get started with all of this, but you know what? It's just so simple. It's, I've been watching New Amsterdam, this show that after I finish, I'm no, no more medical shows for me. They're not helping my medical anxiety. Uh, but that being said, it's a really good show, so I want to finish it out. I'm in halfway through th season three, and I, it's only got five, so I've, you know, I'm this far in. But he solves, Max solves problems by the ultimate simplest solution, Occam's Razor. And Occam's razor in this situation says, we smack these bitches down or they're going to take over because they are. Today it was announced Matt Gates will not be prosecuted. Why? Because our DOJ is completely ineffective. It has no spine. There have been no charges against Trump and there never will be. He will never see the inside of a jail. These Congress people that led the insurrection will never see the inside of a jail. They'll keep getting reelected. Why? Because President Biden, a very effective president, will not come out and say, if you are in Congress and you support Trump or the insurrection, you should be thrown out of Congress. 
if you are a seated senator and you participated in any of this in any way, you should be removed. He won't say that Clarence Thomas should be removed from the bench because of what he and Ginny Thomas did around the insurrection. He won't just come out and say it, and we're begging him to. Like Dr. Helen on New Amsterdam when she didn't think she was being videotaped and she wanted, they kept trying to say that it was safe to come back to the hospital, but no doctor will tell you that in the age of COVID, it's actually safe in a hospital. It's safer, but it's not safe. The disease is spreading. And then there is MRSA and there is RSV and there, the hospitals are not necessarily safe for infection. That's just a fact. They can be made that way. The answers to these problems are simple. And the answer to MAGA and this revolution that's been going on since Trump got elected is to end it, to finally end the civil war in America. To finally put it to rest. You show a Confederate flag, you're going to jail. Why? Because they lost. They were traitors, insurrectionists, and they lost. They're the Nazis of America. They're white supremacist Nazis of America, those who are Confederates. And if you support that, you should either be jailed or deported, sent somewhere like we used to do, get rid of them. Oh, but we won't do that. So they fester and they grow. Since the Civil War, they have festered racists and bigots and homophobes. And guess what we've got? A mess, a complete mess of a country where 50 plus percent now are complete and utter morons. And the other half are too shy or timid to tell them that they're complete and utter morons or they're afraid of getting shot because the people that are educated are too stupid to ban assault weapons. They're too stupid to repeal the Second Amendment because it might be, you know what, suck it up and get it done. We have three university students that are dead and several that have been through not one but two mass shootings now. Some of them three mass shootings. Some of the kids in the most recent mass shooting were at Sandy Hook as elementary school students. Then in high school they went through a mass shooting and now in college. Just saying, I wouldn't do my postgraduate work with them. But anyway, you see what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't, I didn't want to be this angry. I didn't want to be this preachy. It's a Wednesday. The winds are blowing. I had a great Valentine's Day. I saw my friend Tyler at his, he was, he's a person that medevacs people. His plane was here. He showed me his plane and Ember got to see him. Ember adores, adores Tyler. I wouldn't leave him alone. Uh, we went to lunch with his nurses. They coughed at the table. I'm convinced they gave me COVID, even though they didn't say they had it. But, you know, <laughs> they think that putting their hand up and turning away is going to, you know, whatever. If you're coughing, stay the frick home. So I, I didn't want to be this angry, but this, this conversation, and it goes to have the conversation about having kids. The world has always been a messed up place. The planet's always been changing climate-wise, geographically. There's always been devastating earthquakes. There's floods and fires. There's always been tyrants in office. There's always been wars and pestilence and plagues. All of that's always happened. And people still had kids, and somehow we all made it through and got it all worked out. Should you have kids today if you want to? Then you try to make the world better. And if you can't, then they're going to have to deal with it. But if you want children, don't deprive yourself of children because you're afraid of the future. Have faith in the children. 
Whitney believed they were the future, and she ended up face down in a bathtub. Where were the children then? Uh, <laughs> sorry. So we've always been a messed up planet, and we've always been messed up societies, but you know what changes? Sometimes good wins. And sometimes there's long periods where good wins, 10 years, 20 years, the age of enlightenment, 100 years. Sometimes we get it right for long periods of time, and then we get it really wrong. And yes, nowadays when we get it wrong, we could destroy the planet. That is true. But would I have kids? I never had that gene. I, I, I have nieces and nephews and things like that. I, I never really, you know, thought Andrew and I wanted to. And I think Andrew would have made a fabulous parent. So, yeah, I would have raised kids with him. But, you know, I, w I wouldn't bring a kid in today's world, but that's me. I don't necessarily want them. I'm 60. If you want a child, raise one. If you can afford it, if you got child care for it, if someone in your family is going to take care of it, if you're not going to rely upon a broken system to raise your child, have one. In the meantime, we need to actually start nipping things in the bud because we're, our garden's overrun with weeds. We're not pulling them. We really are like a farmer who has a pest that's killing his crop, but he's just afraid to do anything to the nice little bugs. You know, I mean, they're just stupid bugs. They're uneducated bugs. You know, we, we should pity the bugs. We shouldn't use pesticide and kill the bugs and save our crop. No. These are, a, they're a pestilence. They really are. All right, coming up next, let's suck it up and get her done. There's a diabetes drug that can make you lose weight, but should you take a drug to lose weight? Should you? Would you? Could you? Are you ready for it? If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K A R E L.com. Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Gonna make a change for once in my life. Mm. Gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turn up the collar on my favorite winter coat, the snow is blowing my mind. I see the kids on the street with not enough to eat. Could it be really me pretending not to see their needs? Oh, that song rings true today as it ever did. Gonna make a change for once in my life. Deal with the man in the mirror. There's a diabetes drug that you can take, and its side effect, even if you don't have diabetes, is that you'll lose weight, up to 10% of your body weight uh, in some cases, about 8% normal. But let's say you're 250 pounds, that's, you know, 25 pounds, right? That's a dent. 
So should you be taking drugs to lose weight? It's the age-old question, and God knows, as a 310-pound fatty, fatty two by four, uh, can't fit through the dressing room door, come to Hefty Hideaway. As a shopper at Hefty Hideaway, uh, a proud one, uh, I, you know, I tried it all. Have it all done, diet every day. Island Dora, did I ever take meds? No, no. Would I have? If they told me this pill would make you lose 50 pounds, I might have considered it. Would you? Now would I? Absolutely not. Because here's the deal. I stand before you 100 and, well, I don't want to say 110 anymore. I did gain 12 pounds. So I stand before you 98 pounds lighter than I was five years ago at 310 pounds. Okay? And how did I do it? With my little girl, Ember, by my side, walking all over Long Beach and then Las Vegas, all over, five to seven miles a day, and then adding in 30 minutes of Apple TV Fitness, Apple uh, Fitness Plus, with an Apple Watch and the fitness trainers doing yoga and strength training and cardio and dancing and all kinds of stuff. 30 minutes of that a day, and then walking, and then jogging. And then adding in some hills and maintaining a plant-based diet, 100%, that isn't high in fried foods or other fats, as my 156 cholesterol will attest. So I sucked it up and got it done. I quit opiates, cold turkey. I didn't go on the suboxone. I didn't take another pill to get off of a pill. I have a friend, actually. I don't want to call out my sister, but I will. Uh, my sister's friend, not her, but her friend uh, that she's known for 21 years, uh, quit opiate six years ago. They put them on suboxone, and they're still on the suboxone. So they just replaced one addiction with another. I sucked it up, got it done, quit opiates in four days. That means anyone can if I can. I became a plant-based eater in one day with no roadmap, no nothing. No, no Corel on the radio to guide you, nothing. One day, did it, bam. Used the resources I could find. I sucked it up and got it done. Everybody wants to make a change. That's why I started with that song. Everybody does. Until that change infringes on their comfort zone. Most Americans, since we're a bunch of fat asses, wants to lose weight, okay? Most Americans do. They want to lose weight, but they don't want to put in the work. They want to take a pill. They want science to solve the problem instead of them sucking it up, closing their pie hole, and getting their arses out moving. No matter what stage of fitness you're at, no matter what stage of physical ability you're at, you can move. You could do chair yoga. You can sit in a chair and just flap your arms up and down. You can move. And everybody can change their diet that fast. I did. I'm not superhuman. Although I could be. <laughs> you can do it. I can do it. I did it. And I kept it. It's five years now. So do I think that Americans or anyone in the world should take a pill to lose weight? No, I think that's what's wrong with most people in the world. If they wait for a pill 
to help them lose weight. It goes back to what I was saying in the first segment. We need to suck it up and get it done. And doing, making changes, it's not comfortable. Did I enjoy quitting opiates? No, no. Do I wish I had one almost every day? Yes, yes, I do. Almost either because of physical pain or mental pain. But yes, I wish I had them. I do. Oh, they're wonderful. They do exactly what they're supposed to. They tune you out, fog you up. It's exactly what they're supposed to do. So much so that you become addicted to them and die. I was dying. I sucked it up. I got it done. I finally decided I found a way to, to lose weight and keep it off. Did I go back to a vegetarian or, or uh, carnivore or pescatarian after losing the weight? Did I abandon veganism because, hey, it's tough? It's not tough. It is elite. All of the rich are becoming vegan. You can just Google it. Almost every celebrity of nowadays is a vegan music artist, rich people, billionaires. They're all vegans. Why? Because they know it's the way of the future. Why aren't they making you become a vegan or helping you become a vegan with their products that they sell? Because they'd rather sell you toxic products that make them a ton of money. They would rather sell you stuff that makes you sick and send you to the healthcare, their friends. This is not a conspiracy. This is real. This is not a theory. It's proven. There's theories and then there's, it is proven that our food supply is toxic and then it leads us to the healthcare industry. That's proven. The numbers are there. They don't want you to do healthier things, but they're doing healthier things. Natalie Portman, Woody Harrelson. You know, I could go on the line. There's a bunch of Republican vegans as well. And the richer you are, the more likely you are to be plant-based. Why? Because you know it's healthier. Oh, well, they just do it because it's easier for them, Carell. No. Nowadays, there are food services that'll send you food for two for the week for 150 bucks. There is no reason to not be plant-based. But you won't suck it up and get it done because change requires you to leave your comfort zone. We won't confront MAGA and really confront the Civil War and the South with Nikki Haley running around saying that when she runs for president, she's going to say if states wants to uh, secede from the union, they can. That witch has no idea what that would do to the U.S. economy. And, you know, I, but I say letter. I say it's time we have that talk. Should we stay the United States of America? That's a tough conversation to have, but we should have it. In the halls of our Congress. Now, how does this relate to a diabetes drug? It's because we are always taking the path of least resistance. We are always going for the easy route. We think electric cars are going to solve climate change. They're going to create worse climate change. And that's the truth. I just saw this last night. If you really want to do something, the first thing you can do for the climate is become vegetarian or vegan. That's the very first thing. Give up red meat, chicken, all that. The number one suggestion, not buy an electric car, not get rid of your gas stove, not put solar panels up. The number one suggestion to fight global warming, become a vegetarian or vegan and you'll lose weight without having to take a pill. But no, we can't tell people that. We'd give them the pill and the poison food. Why? Because the poison food has led them to the pill, which is the healthcare industry, and so they win. The rich people who are plant-based eaters selling you the poison. Isn't that special? 
Isn't that marvelous? And why will the pill be a huge success? Because doctors will say, hey, I don't want to give my patients another prescription, but if it makes them healthier, how can a pill that makes you lose weight be healthy for you? How can something that changes your body's metabolism in a way that you lose weight be healthy? All right, when we come back, let's talk about happiness. It's the new trigger for what? I'll tell you. Don't forget, become a Patreon subscriber. Help me out, child. Help a talk show, help a brother out. Help a talk show host out. Or talk show ho. Woo! Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corel Cast app free at the app store of your choice now. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corel Cast. Don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around the cloud, don't rain on my parade. Don't. I will see Funny Girl with Leah Michelle. I'm singing that because it appears nowadays that happiness is a trigger and it triggers people into rage. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm talking about here. I have been examining why I'm having so much trouble with my medical anxiety, okay? And we know it's be okay. And we know it's because I'm an empath and I feel all of this stuff so deeply. In fact, Iggy on New Amsterdam might not be a therapist anymore because he says he just takes on all the pain of his clients and he can't do it anymore. It's just too much for him. I I'm he's he's going to stay a therapist. But anyway, it's the same for me. It's like reading the news, going out in the world, you know, whatever, seeing a home is I just I take it all in and it just becomes too much. <laughs> Uh, and I realized this, that I am my mother's son because my mom never met a blue sky she couldn't see a cloud in. <laughs> well, it may be blue now, and it's great, and I love it. It's, my mom was a happy person. She was. She was a joy. My mom was a fabulous woman. But in reality, she would always poo-poo too much happiness with what could happen next that would be unhappy. And I got that from her because I am my mother's son. And it has run amok recently. I am back to every day worrying about when Ember's going to die. She's seven. And I'm already envisioning my life the day I have to put away her toys for good or whatever. That I had stopped that for a long time. And now I'm doing it again after her dental thing. And so yesterday, I had a great day. Even being out in the worst hurricane here in Vegas I've ever been in, the winds were like 60, 70 miles an hour. There was snow, blizzard, like blizzard snow blowing. And oh my God, they're dust. And it was, it was cataclysmic. And the temperature dropped 15 degrees in 10 minutes. It went from 45 to 30. And then all of a sudden, the, the wind, oh, the wind, it was so strong at the airport. And I saw Tyler's plane and I saw Tyler and it, it was just fun. And Ember was having a good time. We went to lunch and oh, we we're like fleeing from the car into the uh, Lazy Dog restaurant, which really needs to step up your vegan entrees. I mean, you only had two. And by the way, vegetarian is not vegan. You should train your waiters. Yeah, that's vegan. No, it's vegetarian. <laughs> it has cheese. Uh, anyway, so after that wonderful day that I had, it was a great day. And I took Steve's car, which I'm probably going to buy for a couple grand uh, be, and, and work out the insurance with him because I couldn't have gone anywhere yesterday. I would have been stuck at home or in a Lyft or an Uber or whatever. 
so it was nice to have access, albeit a 22-year-old car. He took good care of it, so it was nice. Uh, and I'll only keep it for like six months and then try to get a you know a, a electric car or hybrid or something. But afterwards, that evening, I woke up and I was thinking about what a good day I had, and suddenly all my medical anxiety came back. Are you getting huffy and puffy because you have cardiomyopathy? Do you have cardiomyopathy? Is your left ventricle thickening because you've had high blood pressure? Oh, yeah, it was all. And I realized what the trigger was. I was happy. I had a good day. I visit, it was Valentine's Day. I visited with a friend. I went to lunch. It was a storm and snow on the strip. And then I went down to the dispensary and had to go to the chase and then go back to the dispensary and, and then took a side tour from Sahara down the, the Booby Street where all the stripper clubs are. I want to call it Titty Boulevard. Uh, and the, I forget the name. I think it's Western, but I, <laughs> I would call it Booby Boulevard because uh, it's where all the boobies are. Uh, and then I, you know, I got home with Ember and I had eaten an edible or two since I'd gotten them. <laughs> and I went to bed and I woke up after a nap and thought how blessed I was, how the day was great, how I'm so blessed to be able to take a nap. Uh, you know, all of it. And immediately as I felt good, all of a sudden I started to get anxiety because happiness is my trigger. I won't let myself be too happy because I know how messed up everything is. If you're really happy and you go online and you post something really positive, half the posts underneath are going to be negative. If you go online and post a, a photo you're really happy with or something you did, half the posts are going to be critical. Why? Because in today's world, your happiness, and this applies even to yourself in your brain, you are now programmed that your happiness is short-lived and that you're going to, you know, that there has to be, a, it's a trigger to unhappiness. You can't love the car you have. If you're super happy in that car, you're not going to want a different one. You can't love where you live because if you're super happy there, you're not going to sell and buy. And you see what I'm saying? We live in this culture, which tells you it's based on unhappiness. You can't be happy with your physique. You, you need to take this pill. You can't be happy with anything. Everything you have needs improvement. You can't be happy with it. Otherwise, business doesn't work. And it's the same with your happiness. When you are genuinely happy, half the people are going to hate you for it. They don't. Half of the people in this world, I have decided, do not want people to be happy. We block happiness all the time. You know, we don't want the homeless to be happy. We really don't. We feel they have committed some crime against us and humanity, and we just don't want them to be happy. They must suffer. If they're rehabbed, it has to be by our rules. And if they do, and they can't, and their places they stay can't be nice, it has to be the rundown places. Give them the old motels. Don't spend money on it. We're, we, we, just, we don't want our own happiness. We won't eat a diet that promotes happiness. We won't live a lifestyle of exercise, sunshine, friends. The number one thing it said we need to survive in recent research is long-term friendships. It will extend your life more than exercise. Long-term relationships. We do nothing to foster those now. We think text is a long-term relationship. We think email. Happiness is not coveted anymore. It's sought after. We're not supposed to ever achieve it. We're supposed to always be trying to be happy. No. 
I was happy yesterday. I've been happier more times than not here in Vegas. I've lived a fun life here with Ember and you guys. You know what? In today's world, being happy is frowned upon. No one wants you to be happy. Why should you be happy? I'm miserable. Online, people, that's what they post. It's like they po people, you know, influencers will post them being their best selves. And then people will down below and go, well, that's not your real life. You, you know, blah, 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 blah. You don't really look like that. Or why don't you take off the filters? Or blah. No one can let people be happy anymore. We have to poke at them if they're happy. Make fun of them. Vilify them. And I bet a lot of you have been afraid to be happy in this post-COVID world. Because that, again, will trigger someone. Why are you so happy? Have you not looked around? I, for one, am tired of my happiness being a trigger even to me. I don't know about you, but I think it's time we spend more time letting ourselves be happy and let the haters be damned. I am Carell. Be who you want to be, so long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Raise a glass and toast. You can listen to all my music at Apple Music or Spotify. Just type in my name, K-A-R-E-L. See you Friday. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorell.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Carell. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.